Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Welcome, everyone. Again, we have another great podcast for you. We have Bishop Hammond as our guest today, and we welcome you, Bishop. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Such a joy to be able to open your mouth and let the wisdom of God come out. You know, it, uh, you do learn a few things over the years. Uh, this is my 68th year of ministry, and um, I've had to work with business people, Christians of all sorts and all kinds of things. And if you progress, oh, you have to learn something <laughs> to keep making it. And we've gone through the process And today Christian National is a worldwide ministry. We have over 3,000 ministers and throughout the nations and 900 in America. And, uh, uh, you know, and thank God they're prospering, they're moving ahead. And uh, we have this 80 acres here in Christian National in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, uh, just um, halfway between Destin, Florida and Panama City Beach. And we've been here now our 37th year and uh, God has done great things. The process we went through to get here would take hours and heartaches and rejoicing to get here. But I, I've learned that we used to have a Christian National Business Network where we trained business people. And uh, we had uh, over 30, 130 chapters throughout the United States. And um, we, we went through a process and changed that around. Now we're doing more teaching and training through the electronic means and through other ways. So we want to be able to uh, get to you here. Uh, we'll, we may someday call after we get over this pandemic and everything and have a special conference where you can come and get divine impartation, laying on of hands and ministry and, and be there in person. But in the meantime, we would like to get you established in the present truth and in the prophetic. You know, I'm known as the father of the prophetic movement and we have, I've written three books on the prophetic and uh, we've taught and trained over half a million people, uh, business people, ministers, children of God, all kinds. And we want to be able to impart things to you that's going to make a difference in the rest of your time and life on earth. And, and there's principles in the prophetic. Prophetic means hearing the voice of God and be able to act upon it and minister. So we want to teach you on principles of hearing the voice of God. How do you hear the voice of God? How do you recognize what's the voice of God or what's your imagination? Because every successful endeavor in the Bible well, because they got a word from the Lord and they followed through on that word. They got a direction from the God. And like David, you know, he, he got a word that he's going to be king and he progressed that long range view. And what you got to do, you got to keep the long range view because you're going to have a lot. It's like when I lived in Yakima Valley, uh, Washington, where you could see Mount Rainier 150 miles away. But you had to go through a lot of valleys, across a lot of rivers, and go through a lot of forests to ever get to that mountaintop. And when, when God shows you, and you may feel, well, I'm going to have this type of business, I want to do this, I'm going to go there, God wants to, yes, you keep your eye on that, but while you're down in the valley, plowing through, and while you're over in a thicket and can't get out, and while you're stuck in a forest over here, you keep on pressing through, knowing that you're going to make it. And I always kept the view that God said someday I would have a worldwide ministry that would affect the body of Christ. And even though at times didn't look like I was going to get it, get out my back door, let alone around the world. And it's always like that. So I'm going to show you how to persevere during the times of testing and during the low times, the dark times. And you've heard 
uh, Chantel's testimony and how God just miraculously worked with them. But there used to be, I used to teach quite a bit in the full gospel businessmen chapters. And they have, they used to put a little magazine called the Voice Magazine. And they used to have testimonies on all the time about business people who would hear the voice of God, buy that property there. Well, why God, buy that property there. And you buy it and just a little while, things would change and decide they're going to build uh, something in the area and they're jumping in price and whatever. In other words, you can learn to hear the voice of God. And I think that's the hardest thing for people. It was for me. Now, I'm, I'm known as a prophet. You think, man, I have visions, dreams, revelation. But I don't have all that. I had to learn to hear the voice of God. And the way the voice of God came to me wasn't by booming voice, wasn't by vision, wasn't by dream, wasn't by an angelic angel coming to me. It was that slight impression. And I had to learn to hear the slight impression because it's Christ in you. It's like Elijah when he came out of the cave and was on the mountain. He said the wind blew and shook the rocks like an earthquake, but God wasn't in that. Then it said the lightning, thunder, and storm came. God wasn't in that. And there were several things. And then they said, a still, small voice of the Lord said, this is the way walk you in. So in the world, they call it hunches or intuitions. But uh, you learn to hear what's the voice of God. But Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14 says, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil or the voice of God and your imagination or your desires and God's desire. So it doesn't, it doesn't come quickly. It doesn't come automatically. You have to be trained. And that's the reason we train people in the prophetic. And we train you to hear the voice of God. And we, and we work with you till you run to recognize the difference between your imagination and the inner voice of God. And you learn how to bear witness that this is the voice of God. And so it was rough for me because I begged God, give me, give me visions, give me dreams. Let me speak to me audibly. Let an angel come and show me. Or he, he just made me depend on the word of the Lord through prophets and the inner voice of God, what we call a rhema word from the Lord and learning to listen to the voice of God. And I, as I learned to do that, it worked. But you know, but you like you don't necessarily feel anything, no emotion, no vibe, no shakes. You're not. It's just that still small voice, that that Christ within you whispering to you. This is the way. And so uh, now some do get visions and dreams. My daughter-in-law wrote the book on dreams and visions. You know, and uh, and a friend of mine, Jim Gall, he thinks I have dreams every night. I don't get dreams that are so spiritual. I don't. But I've learned. Uh, what I run chapter in my book on prophets and personal prophecy are the word, the will, and the way. In other words, I make 95% of all my decisions on the word, the will, and the way. And the word you can get from the book, the Bible. Make sure God authorizes it. Make sure it's legal, it's proper, and God can approve of it and bless it. And then the word, the will, then you want to know it may be the will of God to go in all the world. Others may go to Europe, Asia, and Africa, but maybe your, God's will for you is this. So find out what God's personal will and purpose is for you individually. And then the way. And the way, I give nine ways to know the will, but the way, that's the hardest. It's, it's a time element. It's when, where, and how. And uh, you can get the word, and you get the will. You can have a prophecy. You can have agreement. You can have your others are, are in agreement. Uh, you can witness uh, you can have all that all those eight or nine signs but that's two green lights come on and if the way is still a red light you're stuck until god opens the way and that's reason david always said show me thy way O lord 
And so that's, that's God's finances, resources, people. It has to be the right time with the right people at the right place and the right way. And when, that, when you go the word, the will, and the way, then it works. And a few times I got impatient. I got the word, I got the will, I got prophecy, I got agreement, my wife and I in agreement, and we can go for it. And boom, we have a wreck, another red light. The way hadn't opened up yet. And you got to get the way of the Lord. And that's the challenge. You have to learn the way of the Lord. And uh, that's the thing we want to help you like to recognize how you determine when you're in the way of the Lord or your own way or your own will. So we will we will be discussing many of those things and, and sharing with you because just one word of wisdom, one word of knowledge can make a whole difference. And so we want to teach you how to rehear the voice of God and be able to respond properly and then act on it and prosper in all your ways. Amen. That's so good, Bishop. I, I really love that. And I think uh, I, I've experienced this, of course, many times, especially when I'm in the business world and I have this feel like I have a call to the ministry, but I even go to Bible school for a quarter and I get there. So I make it happen, I beg my parents. I get there and the atmosphere is great, but I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. What am I doing? And I got myself out of it and got back into the, my focus of helping my family's company move forward. And that was around 21 years old. <laughs> and I think sometimes we, um, if we get into a situation where we shouldn't be, you got to hear the voice of the Lord and you yeah. got to like sense, right? I, I sensed like their visions were different. They were to build churches, to go and minister and be youth pastors. Those all the people I was around, Bishop. But I had something pulling at my heart going, you're supposed to be a manager, a director, and then a vice president, and then you're going to help your company. It was a whole focus change. Thank God I heard the voice of the Lord and got myself back to where I should be in the right lane. And then when I retired, uh, of course, I got ordained with Christian International, and then I retired, which I had no idea I was going to do that. And then here I am with Chantel Cooley Ministries, getting to do something I'm so passionate about is helping people believe in themselves. So I want to throw that back to you. I mean, I could have really delayed everything. Yeah, you know, it shocked me way back in the 60s. I was prophesied over some people at a, at a Bible school. And I prophesied over this one young man. He was there studying the Bible at a Bible college. But I heard the Lord saying, I want you to go back home after this semester and work with your dad because you're called to follow in his footsteps and be a banker. And that's your calling. And I, I, that was before I had the revelation knowledge I do today that everybody's a minister, you know, regardless if we have a pulpit or not. And uh, it shocked me. I thought, what am I doing? Prophesy? He's at Bible college. I'm telling him to leave Bible college. <laughs> and you go back and work with his dad, you know, and, and that was a real eye opener for me. But I thought, wow, God, you mean you mean you could have a purpose for people that's not in preachers? And, and, uh, and see, that's the trouble. For years, uh, the idea was that God calls preachers and God's with preachers and God works with preachers, but the layperson out here has to do the best he can, you know, and hope God will come up. But, but when I teach now in the Day of the Saints book, Every saint is a ministry. Every saint is a member of the body of Christ. And every member of my body has a function. So we try to give them an unction to function, you know. And so we, we, we these members, and you realize, see, if, if you don't realize, see, in your business, if you thought, well, I'm not a preacher, how can I expect God to work with me? I don't know. God works with every child of God. 
whether it's business, education, ed ministry, uh, it doesn't matter, any culture, God, if you're a child of God and a member of the body of Christ, all the gifts of the spirit are available. The wisdom of God's available and he'll give you special ability to accomplish your special tasks you're to perform. You were born to accomplish certain things and fulfill certain things. It took me 30 some odd years before I realized I was called to be uh, raise up a company of prophets, prepare the way for the coming of the Lord with raising up all these prophets and training them. But I finally found my destiny, but you occupied then. Bob says, occupy till he comes. So you don't sit around doing nothing. You do what your hands find to do, like you did. You know, you did what you, and I did what my hands found to do, what ministry I could do until God releases and do it. It's like David. He did what he could do until God made him king. Meantime, he fought battles and went here and went there and did this, did that. So you have to learn how to occupy till he comes and judge nothing before the time because all things are working together for your good and it's bringing you to destiny because God has to make the man and lay the foundation where he can put the building of a successful ministry or successful business in their hands. So we're going to look forward to doing that more and more in the days ahead. I like uh, what you said too. When you occupy till it comes, that's hard for people because yeah. vision, they see it, they want it so bad, yeah. but they have to occupy. I have to believe that all those things that you went through until it came, they have helped you today. Right. Learn skill sets, how to communicate, how to delegate, all those things. Talk a, bit, a little bit about that because that, that could really encourage a lot of us. Yes. Uh, you know, my latest book I wrote called Your Highest Calling. I go through the show where your highest callings, not to be the greatest apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, or the wealthiest man in the world giving millions to the church, or building this or building that or doing this, or president of, the, of a nation. Your highest calling that God has on agenda is conformity to the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. And the second level on that is fulfilling a work and a purpose and a destiny for God to be useful and productive for God's purpose and God's kingdom. But the highest and most priority one is conformity. So everything I, I end that in my book, Your Highest Call, and I show through all those times. Like for me, I started preaching when I was 19. So as a minister, you know, I started out and, I, and that was my passion, my call. But twice God took me out of pulpit ministry, put me in the business world. And I had to go in the business world. I, I helped start the first full gospel businessman chapter in Yakima, Washington in 1964. And, uh, you know, and I learned. And, and all of a sudden, I, had, I was married with uh, three children, and I was fully responsible for them. When I pastored, I kind of felt like the church was supposed to take care of me, you know. But here I am, I and I had all those, everything was working together to make the man before the greater ministry. And so you got to realize that God's more concerned about the journey than he is arriving there. And, 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 and the journey is progressive, you're accumulating, it's building him. And when I realized that it's all working, Paul says all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So don't get discouraged when you're going through, even what you went through, Miss Chantel, with uh, those heartbreaking times and hopeless, helpless times and, and confusing times. Yeah, it was building character in you, building uh, you know, Bob Bible says the, the fruit of the spirit is long suffering or endurance. You had to learn endurance. You had to learn perseverance and, and persisting on and by faith pressing through. And so 
all of these builds character within us because I'm not going to be a prophet forever. You're not going to be a business person forever, but you are going to be a child of God forever. And you want to go to heaven as a mature child of God, not a baby. <laughs> and so I, 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 want to, I want to be a, the Bible says we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. In other words, we're partners. We're equal partners with Jesus Christ and all that he's ever going to be and do. If we overcome, he said, if we suffer with him, in other words, die to self, be transformed in likeness and image. And, and that, so that's the only thing that kept me when I was in a hopeless, helpless condition. When it looked like all was gone, I'd never be a minister. I'd never fulfill anything. I was stuck there. You know, and, and, and then I, I had to say, well, Lord, if I'm, I said in my Oki language, if I never amount to a hill of beans in man's eyes or in this world, but I become conformed to your image and I become a joint heir with you that you can trust, we can relate to for a million, millions of years, it'll be worth it all. And so I had to have that eternal view. And if you don't have the eternal view, you can get stuck in the nasty now and now. And life looks pretty horrible, looks pretty hopeless, looks pretty drab and dark. But you got to look to the light above and the light before you that God is preparing us for it. And it's going to, and there's some out there right now, you may be in that stalemate, you may be in that dark place. You may be in that death died process that God's killing you so he can live in you and, and he's changing you to his glory and likeness. But let me tell you, it, it, the, the rewards are worth it. Paul said, after he talked about being joined heirs with Christ, if we suffer with him, then he says in verse 18, for the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Then he says in verse 19, the whole creation is waiting for God's children to mature church to come forth and be manifest because it's going to call a chain reaction in the whole creation and everything's going to be delivered from death and decay. We'll have a new heavens and a new earth and everything, just so much. So keep your eye on the view and don't make your mouth discourage you. <laughs> Watch what you're saying because you're Words of today or your actions of tomorrow, as you say, your words you say today is the stepping stones you're going to walk on tomorrow. So keep a positive confession, positive faith. Just, just refuse to help self-pity and worry and fretting. And, and this, I, I, had to, I had to share with Chantel, I had to take away her seal skin and give her no alligator hide <laughs> and take away the chicken feather and give duck feather. So life just rolls off like water off a duck's back and all the fiery darts just bounce off of it. And you've come to that place, haven't you, Chantel? I sure have. And you taught me to stay consistent. Amen. Powerful. Bishop, I'm so glad that you prayed for those who maybe you're stuck in the rut. I felt that too, that many that were listening today have felt that and they are supernaturally set free because of your prayer moving Amen. forward. So we hope that you send this podcast. It will help us to get the word out Send it to other people, send it to those in your congregation, if you're a pastor, if you are in the business world, or if you know uh, those who are in the business world, send it to them. We really think this is going to be a powerful uh, podcast for them to hear. Well, Bishop, you've got so many things going on as we end this podcast. I know that you've got uh, maybe some tell us some upcoming things. You've got um, the Culture Influencers that is really launching out. I'm a part of that with Apostle Gail. And we really are going to push that to the next level. Is there anything you want to say about the culture influencers? Yes, I, I just I just want to encourage you that you are you as a business person or a non when we say culture, we're talking about 
all the what you call seven mountains, you know, seven, everybody that's anywhere uh, is involved. And, and we want you to, we want to get you convinced by the word of God that you're important, that you're vital. There's no big eyes and little U's. There's no God's favorites. God wants to move through, through everybody. And all these gifts and graces of God are available to you. And we want to make sure you get your inheritance and receive it. And we're going to, we're going to be teaching and training. And this culture is Christian, Christian cultures. Uh, it, it's going to be tra transforming for you. And um, I remember one time when I studied about some of the richest men and this one man, very wealthy man, asking another man, well, if you had advice, what would you give me? And he said, well, he said, you need to get organized. From talking to you, I can tell you're not very organized. He says, you need to get your pad and put down to do, things to do. Write it down. And then as you do them during the day, mark them off. Next day, we organize it to priority and do that. And this man did that. There's, I think it's Dale Carnegie or somebody, some world-known great woman. And when he got home, he started doing it. And a month later, he sent this guy back a check for $25,000. That one, he says, that one little idea got him so organized and disciplined that he is able to do twice as much as he had before. So we're going to give you just a nugget of truth, something that's just going to click with you. It's going to activate your heart and faith. And so you want to listen and continue because we'll be doing new things, different things. We, we, I've got 68 years experience and, and, and Chanel, she's so young, but she's got lots of experience, young and beautiful, but she's, she's still got a lot of miles underneath her uh, speedometer, amen. And so we're looking forward to really helping you become the person that God intends you to be. And you'll hear those words on that day, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. Amen. Well said, Bishop. Well, again, we have enjoyed being with you today. Thank you for giving us your time. Go to ChristianInternational.com. You can see Culture Influencers. Go to that link. You'll see our all the information that we're putting up. So many new things are coming. Bishop's going to have e-courses on there and all kinds of things that can move you forward and develop you. And you can follow me at ChantelCooley.com as well. I have a lot of different things that I'm offering and teaming up with Christian International. It's an honor and privilege. We just want to move you forward, get your identity to where it should be, get your confidence to that next level. And we're just super excited. We hope that you can reach out to us and let us know. I know Bishop prayed over you. I know that many of you just supernaturally feel like you can move forward now. Thank you, Bishop, for your time again. Now, Chad, why don't you speak just a word of faith to him right now? All right, I will. So, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for each person listening, that they took their time out. It is not just a coincidence that you came on. It's a divine appointment. We speak faith, life, joy, and, and um, confidence in you that you've never had before, that you're not stuck anymore, that it says, seek first the kingdom of God, go after God, go deeper, get into all this content we're giving you, go deep, deep, deep. And it says, then he will give those things, those things will be added unto you. So I, I just pray that your focus gets realigned. I feel like the Lord is really realigning your focus. Sometimes we can get our focus off. The enemy really likes to tweak our focus and take us just slightly off of the course that God has us. So I thank you, God, for a new focus, new intervention, divine appointments. I pray that your circumstances will not just be all over the place, that they will line up. That means that this person will meet this person to meet you and to open doors for your business, for your products, for your clientele, for your ministry, that new people 
people begin to flow into your churches like never before. It'll be a huge revival, not only um, in the outside of everything, but in your heart, a revival. In the name of Jesus, we speak it, declare it, and receive it. Amen. Amen. Good prayer. Amen. Spirit did it. (laughs) Amen. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bishop will be on, on and off. Definitely. Watch us every week or listen to us every week. We're going to have some great podcasts coming. All right. We love you. Bye-bye. All right. Good. That's good.